for get this thing kicked off. We try to be as punctual as possible because uh, I know your time is very valuable. So, um, yeah, welcome to uh, the first ever video interview slash podcast. Um, the idea behind these is that I get the question more often than I want to answer it every individual time is that, is there anybody actually having success with this besides myself? Um, and you know, how come we don't see any proof of that, you know, on my page. And that big reason is, is because once people start having their own success in this, they have their own pages and their own things that they're promoting. And they're not really taking the time to come back to my page to talk me up. So, um, I decided that I was going to reach out to people within the industry who are on the front lines in their business and having great success and have them kind of share their insights and, um, you know, what they've, the knowledge they've gained and experiences they've been through to have the success they have today and give a more behind the scenes look at, um, the people who are having success online. So that's the idea behind why these interviews are going to take place. And, um, today. I have the honor of having Matthew Jang here with me. Um, he is the co-creator of the Global Affiliate Zone, um, has helped them raise uh, their sales over to 30 million using that system, and uh, is currently working on making one of the highest quality all natural nootropics on the market, uh, as well as you know one of the top uh, students and one of the first students to ever come into AWOL Academy. So, you know, super, super, you know, honored and so thankful, grateful to have you on. Dude, thanks for having me, brother. Glad to be here. So, um, you know, basically what I want to do is just kind of give uh, everyone on, on tonight a, a brief rundown of who you are and a little bit of your history. So if you want to give us like a quick summary of, you know, where you came from, what kind of upbringing you had, you know, whether you're, you came from a line of entrepreneurs or, you know, you're the first one to break out in your family, you know, just kind of a, a, brief, a, brief, a brief history, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I, I, I grew up in Richmond, British Columbia in Canada. Um, and, you know, I, I, I was more of like a shy kid growing up. I didn't do very well in school. I was told that I wasn't, you know, I, I never believed that I was really that smart. And uh, at the time, as I was growing up, my dad was starting to start a business but I didn't really have any entrepreneurs in my family. Other than that, uh, later on, it started kind of breaking out. But I ended up not doing so well in school. Get, uh, I ended up going to business school. I ended up dropping out of there and ended up finding myself at a butcher shop making about $9 an hour. Um, and really just kind of got to the point where I wasn't fulfilled with my life. I wasn't happy with the way that it was going. I thought that at the age of you know, 21, 22 when I was there that – I would be in a better position than I was and I wouldn't be living in my overdraft as if it was another $500 in my bank account and eating ramen noodles every day. I thought I'd be doing a little better than that. And uh, it was kind of depressing the way that it was. And I tried numerous times to like try and make money online. I don't know if any of you have ever done the, uh, the old Google search, how to make money online. Don't do that. It's awful. And I found a lot of really horrible shit. Um, but I did it because I was desperate and I'm like, I needed something. I needed something. And I tried everything from like email submits uh, to network marketing, to data entry, to like everything you could possibly think of and find online I tried to do. And uh, the only time I ever made money out of those seven things was one of them with uh, email submits. And it was like this really spammy way of doing stuff. And after six months, I'd made $80. 
And so I was like, this stuff doesn't work. There's no way to do it. I don't know what the hell, like maybe there's only mystical creatures that just can extract money from the internet and I'm just not one of them. Um, and so I kind of, was, you know, gave up on that and I'm finding myself at that butcher shop. And I, uh, I don't know, there was always just this thought in my head that there had to be more. Like there had to be more to life than like working 50, 60, 70 hours a week to just be broke and not be able to do the things that I want, not be able to travel, not be able to do anything. Like there had to be more to life. So there's, even though I tried numerous things, there was always that thought and like, what if there is a way, what if there is something I can do? And was super grateful to come across uh, Dakota McLaren's video actually of him on, on uh, YouTube and him traveling around the world at 19, retired at 19, making 20 grand a month living in Thailand. And I was just like, what? Like that, like now all of a sudden it wasn't just like these older people. It was someone that was my age. It was relatable. He was doing things that I wanted to do. He's living the life I wanted to live. And I'm like, Hey, you know what? Even though I tried all these things so many different times, like I'm going to, this guy, I, I, he's got what I want. He's clearly living the life I want. I'm going to follow and see what's up. And that was actually the first, even before AWOL became the thing, that was kind of the first variation of like what AWOL Academy is today. And it was, you know, a little bit of a learning curve, but they, they ended up bringing me to the point of having my, my first $10,000 a month. Um, and I was super grateful for that. And it really kind of completely changed my life in about a two year span. Um, but it wasn't something that just like happened overnight. It was something that like, I was willing to commit to and do no matter what. And so during that two year time, like I would work, I would work for 12 hours a day, come home, work in my business, sleep for six hours, do it over and over again. Cause I just wanted it so bad. Like I was sick and tired of being broke. I was sick and tired of living a life I didn't want to live. And I knew that the only way for me to get out of that was me taking this seriously enough and actually treating it like a business. And so while those other seven things that I tried to do before, I kind of treated it like a hobby. I switched that and started treating it like an actual business, putting the right time, effort and energy into it and was able to go out and, and create a decent amount of success. Um, and uh, yeah, from then on, uh, we ended up finding that it, the learning curve was a little steep for some people. And so when we created Global Fleet Zone, we just ended up creating, a, we ended up using a lot of the things that we learned with AWOL Academy and just kind of dialing in the process and, and creating a simplified uh, version. And uh, we had a lot of people create success really, really quickly. And it brings us to today where we've done over 30 million in sales um, and uh, helped a ton of people quit their jobs and live life on their own terms. And really when it all comes down to it, it comes down to like the fundamental principles of learning the skill set of internet marketing. And once you understand that, um, you'll see like based on what Chris has been able to accomplish, he's been able to go out and learn a, a skill set that allows him to write his own paycheck for life. And there's actually quite a few people that have gone out and been able to, to do this. And so uh, Chris, I think that's awesome that you're going through and bringing out people to really kind of spread that word out because Anyone that's looking to get into the space, it, it, it's, it's, there's a lot of noise out there and there's people that have tried a lot of different things, but when you can have the highest quality, like university level internet marketing education, like you get with AOL Academy, it's something that's unparalleled in the space. And there's a reason why that there's so many people creating results with it. So super grateful for you having me out here, brother. Yeah. And thank you for sharing with us. That's uh damn dude <laughs> you've been uh you've been trying for a minute you've done a lot of different things so that's it's really great to have you out with that insight um so uh just <clears throat> so we got basically how you got started online um let's and you kind of hinted on it a little bit on how you know you started to have some success and really break through uh could you maybe elaborate a little bit more on you know, how different it was from when you were first trying to start out to once you linked up with a good mentor and an actual, like a, 
a tool to teach you, a good uh, system to learn from, how that benefited you or made it different for you to move forward? Yeah, absolutely. I know. Like if I do a little five minute intro in five minutes, it sounds like all that happened really fast and it didn't. <laughs> and so, and so in that space, so just like you're saying, so when I did the seven different things and I was trying all these things, I had no mentor, I had no guidance. I'm trying to figure out things on my own and you learn from two places. You learn from mistakes or you learn from mentors, right? So when I saw this video with Dakota, it was actually the very first time that I had the experience of having a mentor. I had the experience of having someone that had already walked down kind of dug out a path and now all I had to do was really follow down that path. I wasn't going in blazing trail on my own. I was following someone that had the results that I was looking to achieve so I can model and create the same results for myself. So it was for the very first time where it now was so much easier because it wasn't me trying to figure stuff out on my own and making all these mistakes to find out what worked. They knew it worked. They were able to show me what I, what I needed to do, what I needed to follow. And it saved me so much time uh, because I didn't have to go out and make a lot of those mistakes that I was doing before. I was able to just follow a proven method and follow strategies and techniques that worked. So I was able to go and get the same result. And what ended up, what the funny part about it was I struggled really hard in the beginning. And uh, my first six months, it took me six months and like $2,000 in ad spend to make a $25 sale. <laughs> and all my friends looked at me like I was a lunatic, like you're an idiot. You just spent $2,000 and made 25 bucks. You just lost $1,975. While there's me jumping up and down going like, I, I made a sale. I made one. That's all I need to see. If I make one, I know I can make, I made one in a day. So if I made one in one day, I can make one every day. If I'm making one every day, I can make two a day. I can make three a day. I can make, all I needed to see was the one. That was it. I generated a sale without speaking to that person. They had never knew me before. They saw one of my ads, went through the funnel, bought. And I was blown away. Um, and so, but it took me a big learning curve from there. And then, so I was getting little bits here, little bits there. Um, but I think one of the biggest shifts was when I actually went out to an event. And this is one of the big keys too. And we'll probably elaborate on this later. But um, once you find people that have the results that you're looking to get, you want to get around them as much as you physically can. Not just on a webinar like this. Like if there's ever the chance for you to meet them in person at an event or anything like that, you get there. Right. I didn't understand that concept at first. And so when I got on with Dakota, Dakota is telling me I'm broke. And this is, this is, uh, uh, this is even before I made that $25 sale. And Dakota's like, Oh, yo, you got to come out to this event. And I'm like, dude, I just spent all my money to join this thing. I got no money to go to this event. And he's like, dude, he's like, if you're really serious and you really want this, you got to get out there. Like, this is where, this is where all, all, all the biggest breakthroughs happen where you really get to where you need to be. And I was like, Okay, well, again, I'm supposed to be listening to my mentor and the guy that has the results. So this is what he's telling me to do. I got to figure out how to do it. And uh, I ended up selling some stuff around my house, uh, coming up with the money to get the ticket, getting out there. And it was a complete shift for me because now all of a sudden it wasn't these people that were mystical creatures on the internet. It was real people I was sitting in a room with and actually having a conversation with or going to an event and seeing walk on stage. And I got to meet them and have conversations with them. And so now all of a sudden I pulled them off this pedestal, right? And now they're a real person. And if they're a real person in doing it, and I'm a real person, then I can go and do it too. So while pulling them off the pedestal, I was also pulling myself out of the pit. And now at the same time, I was putting myself on their level. And now it was real. Now it was tangible. Now these were real people that I'd actually met, that I built a relationship with, that were getting results. And so now all of a sudden, it just installed that level of belief in myself so much higher now because I'd seen real people that have gone and done it. And so I made sure from that point forward, I was going to every event I possibly could get my hands on. Any event that they were going to, I'm there. If I have to sell things, if I have to make whatever I need to do, 
I'm getting there. And so long way to get to your question in this big shift um, was we get to this one event and actually the event, and, and I'll dig into this more, but the event where I figured and learned about this book, um, which was another one of the biggest shifts. Um, we get to this event and I'm having a little bit of a difficult time. I've got some sales. I'm doing decent. I'm like a grand here, two grand here, you know, kind of doing little bits, not a full-time income yet though. <laughs> and so I go out to the event and I go up to Cameron who Cameron was Dakota's mentor and who ended up being my, my mentor later on. And I go up to Cameron and I'm going up to him. I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm having a hard time with this. I'm having a hard time with ads. I'm having a hard time with the funnels. You know, I'm getting some sales here, some sales here, but I'm having a hard time with this. I'm having a hard time with that. And he stops me. He's like, Jen, he's like, how the fuck do you expect this to be easy when all you're doing is talking about how hard it is? He's like, this is so easy. And he like, does a shit eating grin in my face. And I was, I was pissed. I was so mad. Cause I was like, easy for you to say, Mr. I make seven figures at 24. He's, he's the co-founder of AWOL Academy for this. I don't know. Easy for you to say, right. But I'm having a hard, I'm having a hard time. And I was, I was mad. I was like, fuming. I have to leave the room and I'm walking in another room in the mansion uh, that whenever we do events, we always rent these, he would always rent big mansions so we could experience luxury before I was like, I was broke at the time, but I got to experience that beforehand. And so I'm walking around and I'm like, why the hell would he say that to me? Like, of course it's easy for him. He knows I'm having a hard time. Why is he telling me it's easy? He knows that's not what I want to hear. You know, like I'm running through all these things in my head. I'm like, why would he say that? So I really started thinking, I'm like, well, if any of you guys have ever seen Cameron, <laughs> this guy floats through his life. Like everything's the most effortless, easiest, like everything just flows to him and comes to him. And I'm like, maybe there's something to that. Like I'm starting to understand my mindset and how we're the deliberate creators of our own reality. And maybe it's that I'm thinking that it's difficult that I'm actually creating a reality through which it's difficult. So maybe it's, maybe it's my sh mental shift there that I need to have where I start thinking that and I start believing that it's easy and maybe I'll start creating a reality where I start seeing that it's easy and it becomes easier. And so I'm playing this little tennis match in my head. I'm like, it's easy. No, it's not. You're just saying that because Cam told you to. No, it's easy. And I'm, I'm like going back and forth, back and forth. And so I, at that point, before I showed up to the event, I had a specific funnel I was running. I was targeting a specific audience. The entire funnel was framed directly to the audience. The funnel, the emails, the videos, everything was specifically targeted to them. Um, and it was doing okay, but I had just shut down the ads because they weren't convert. Sorry. They weren't converting uh, the way that I wanted them to. And so I'm like, okay, so now that I'm having a little bit of this shift now, I also, now that I put this two together, I've actually, this is the first time for everyone watching this, I've never pieced this together actually, because one of the things that we also learned while we were at that event was he had all of us do this practice, do the magic. If you've ever heard of the magic, it's a 28 day gratitude routine. And so every day you're expressing gratitude in a different area of your life. And so for the week of us at that, at that event, every day we all as a group did the, did the magic practice. We read it out loud to each other. We wrote down and did the exercise. And so that was the first time I started actually, that's probably a big factor to this. I never put that part together. So uh, we started doing that. So not only was I in my head now telling myself this was going to be a lot more easy and I was just convincing myself to go, you know what? I might not know it, but I'm going to figure it out. It's going to be easy. I'm going to find it. It's going to work. Like that was the mentality, not 
it's hard, I'm having a hard time, this is difficult, right? So it's a bit of a shift there, and I'm getting grateful every single morning before I touch anything. That's probably the biggest part. Um, so I do that, I literally go home, and I go, okay, what I'm gonna do, because I spent all this time, effort, and energy on this funnel, I was gonna redo it and do everything, I'm like, okay, no, I built all this stuff already, I'm gonna start there, I'm just gonna turn it back on, and I'm just gonna split test from there, right? So I'll start with that as the base, I'll split test from there, and this is what's gonna get me to my $10,000 a month. The messed up part about this was all I did was turn it on. Yeah. I, I turned on the ad that didn't work for me, that wasn't converting, with literally only a mental shift and the fact that I was practicing gratitude every morning, I had my first $10,000 a month the next month. And that to me, really kind of, it kind of shattered my reality because everything that I believed to exist, like now all of a sudden there was something else to it. It wasn't just me putting in the work and me building the funnel and me doing the ads. There was something up here that was controlling and dictating whether I created success or not. And I physically saw the evidence of it because I saw the data before I went there and that funnel didn't convert. Mm -hmm. Right. But now I have a mental shift. I'm going in with gratitude and I turn on the same thing that doesn't work and it does. So that just shattered my whole belief system. And now I'm like, okay, whoa, I need to put way more attention on reading and focusing on myself and, and, and working on what's going on up here. Because the reason why I'm not getting the results I want is I'm self-sabotaging myself so much by thinking it's going to be hard and thinking I'm not good enough or thinking all this other stuff. And so that was my big pivot point to going to really focusing on mindset, visualization and all the stuff like that. If just as much, if not more than I focused on my business, and that's why whenever you see me talk or talk about anything, 90% of the time, I'm not talking about ad strategies. I'm not talking about how to build a funnel. I'm talking about what's going on up here. And I can usually find out within a good five minute conversation with someone why they're not getting the results. And usually it's not the actions they're taking. It's what's going on up here that's self-sabotaging them. And yeah, once I started getting that, that's where I started getting this like exponential growth curve of really seeing success come a lot faster. Um, and of course it comes in waves but it was something that I could always default back to and go, Oh, Hey, I see I'm falling off and I'm not doing the mindset stuff. I'm not practicing my gratitude. No wonder I'm not getting the results. And I would turn it back on. And of course the results would come back. And so it's it, it, kind of like going to the gym, you get into it and then you don't go or whatever. And so as long as I was staying consistent with it, I noticed that I was continuously growing and continuously making more and, and serving more people as a result as well. Awesome. Dude, you hit so many great points in that. Uh, <clears throat> Definitely going to have to revisit some of them. You know, living in gratitude was a huge mind shift change for me as well. Uh, it wasn't until I actually picked up that same book, The Magic, and really started to implement those practices into my life that my success started coming in all in all forms of life, not just financially online, but relationships with my my children, my wife, everywhere. Things just started to, like you were saying, when when it comes to Cameron, like things just started coming to me much easier. Everything just seemed to flow to me once I started living in gratitude. And absolutely, when it comes to live events, you know, you got to get yourself around the people who have the results you want, because not only are you going to be able to, you know, learn some techniques and skills from them that are going to help you make the money, you're also going to pick up on the way they talk, the way they act, their mindset, that, you know, all these mannerisms that are making them successful. And the other thing you hit on was consistency. You have to consistently do these things to keep the results going. You know, I had my first two five-figure months, and then I didn't. I stopped being consistent, 
and I didn't hit the five figure month. And then, you know, just got back from Accelerate and started being inconsistent again. And then I just had my first $10,000 day. So it's just like, you start really pushing yourself, staying consistent and switching the way you think. Be, believe that these things are true and making money is easy. Helping people is, is my passion. So all I have to do is go out there and help other people find the same thing I found and everything else becomes easy. So it's just, Nick, you want to say something? That was perfect that you touched on that. I just want to make sure that we don't let that fucking slide of what you just said. Okay. Like your shift of helping. Notice how he didn't say make more money. It was help more people. Okay. That was, that's a huge thing. And for anyone seeing this right now, as soon as you stop going, what do I need to do to make more money? And you go, what do I need to do to help more people? You're one, you're going to help way more people ever. And that's going to show through your videos. It's going to show through your marketing. It's going to show in how you communicate with them. And as a result, you're going to make way more money because you're coming from a place of serving. Like that was one big shift for me too. When I shifted to how do I make more money to how do I help more people? And you have way bigger impact. You have helped way more people get results way faster. And as a result, because you're serving more people, you make more money. Your money, your income is directly proportionate to the amount of value that you can provide to the marketplace. The more value that you can provide, the more people you're going to be able to help. And the more people you're able to help, the more money you're going to be able to make. Right. So it's, that's good. I'm glad you touched that. Yeah. It's a, uh, it was a surreal feeling. And, uh, I, you know, I completely agree with you. It's, you know, working on up here is, is key for this, right? You know, it's, you have to have the right mindset. You have to look at these things a certain way. So just like you were hitting on, it's like, if you're looking at how much money can I make, then it's the wrong way to look at it. It's, you know, how many people can I help? How many people can I serve? Everything else falls into line. And, you know, are the books that we, we read and recommend um, throughout your community, GAZ, and within the AWOL community absolutely help you to bring yourself to a, a mindset like that. Um, you know, I also recommend, you just held it up, The Magic. Like, that a book changes you. Like, it teaches you to be grateful for everything. And then you can have more to be grateful for once you are experiencing gratitude for what you already have. So it's super huge. Um, <clears throat> so... We talked about, uh, you know, um, live events. I've had the opportunity to be at two of them now with you. It's how we got to know each other. Um, uh, you also do quite a few within your, your uh, GAZ. So how do you feel that live events have not only impacted you as a, a business owner, but how do you feel, no, not, sorry, not how do you feel it hasn't impacted you only on an individual level, but also as a business owner? Like, how do you feel that that flows down to the people that are within GAZ that are, you know, with you and Julian? Yep. So with, so like what I was just saying on my, on my first experience, I got to see like when it was real. So for me, it's, it's, yeah, you get to see people like, like me and Chris on a webinar right, or on a podcast right now, right? You get to see us talking, but it's totally different if you were to sit in a room and me and Chris are sitting at the table with you, right? It's a different level of energy. It's a different level of feeling. You know, you get to see like, oh shit, that beard is real. Like he, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But it's real. It makes it real. And that's what, because ultimately at the end of the day, we're trying to get to the belief that this is real. And so you sitting at a computer screen versus you actually being in real life with the people, what do you think is going to convince you that it's real more, right? Being at the event and being around people. So once I got that experience of myself, one for me, I was at every single one and every single event I went to, I got exactly what I needed to get to the next level of my business every time. 
every, every single time. There was always one person I met or one conversation I had or something that I pulled out of there that I went back home, applied, got me to the next level, and then I went to the next, it's the same thing. So for one, I saw the experience of myself. I would not be where I am today for the same thing. Guess what? If me and Chris, if you and me don't meet at an event, do you think I'm on this podcast right now? Yeah, right. It all, it all happens because we met at an event. No chance. Like, like if I don't know Chris and Chris just hits me up a messenger and the other thousands of people that hit me up, I'm like, who, who's this guy? Right. But I got to meet Chris at two events. I got to see that he's one of the most inspirational leaders that I've ever met that, that, and he's, he's just, you can tell by just the way he speaks. And I related to him at a lot of deeper levels. So we built a relationship over the last little bit. And so now because of that relationship that we have, when he hits me up and texts me, I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm there in a heartbeat because I relate to them. I built a relationship with them. I really love, and I'm in alignment with what he's doing and I want to help and serve in any way I possibly can. Right? So two, building relationships with the people that you get there, you can't do that online, right? You can't do that at that level. We can't build that same connection that you can when you're in person. So you get to have a higher level of belief in yourself by going there. You get to build long lasting relationships. Like some of my best friends now are all people that I met at events, yep. right? A lot of my business partners that I work with are people I met at events. Julian, Cameron, everyone, like I met all of them at events, right? Chris and Landon who are now over in our, our uh, they're helping out with AWOL. A lot of you guys see them in AWOL or they're helping us out with marketing over at GAZ. I met them at events. All my mentors I met at events. Like you can't, like that's, that's one of the biggest factors. And so for me personally, I would not be where I am had I not be going to those things. Right. And, and it's, it's not just our space. It's anything. Like if you want to be a musician, you want to go hang around with more musicians as much as possible. If you want to, you know what I mean? Like you want to get into that environment of where the movers and shakers are so that just like what Chris is alluding to, not just that you see what they do, but you see how they act, how they show up, how they communicate, how they, you know, you get to really see who they are and how they, how they operate. And you can't stick your hand in a jar of glue without some of it sticking, right? There's no way for you to get out of there without some of that sticking on you. So personal life, I would not be where I am without it. On a business side, I get, to, I get the unique ability of seeing the data that comes out of it. So I get to see what happens every single time we run an event and the influx of sales that comes out of it. I get to see that it's not just me. I see through the data that every single person that goes there comes out on a, on a, on a way higher level. They have a higher belief in themselves and their ability. They've pulled out things that they can take and now and apply into their business. And it shows by the results, the results prove it. Right. And I see it through the data every single time we do an event. Right. So not only as a personal experience for myself, but as you start working with more clients, dealing with more people in any space ever, you want your clients going to events. You want your people that you're working with going to events too. And you know that just as you had that experience that you're going to be able to replicate the same thing for them. And uh, I think it's one of the biggest things you can do. I think that, I think that it, it's, it's, kind of like, it's, it's kind of like the difference between swimming upstream and then just going with the flow and swimming downstream. I think that like when you don't go to events, it's almost like you're trying your hardest to swim up the stream and you're having the hardest time. And then when you go to events, you get to just ride it and it makes it so much easier. And so it's, it's not that you, I, I have seen a very small select few of people that have created results, not going to events, but I would say 90% of our, our six figure earners and up have been at pretty much every event. Yeah. And it's, it's funny that you just said that too, is because I I've been to every AOL event that they offer. I'm even going, you know, back, uh, leave tomorrow actually to go help facilitate one. And, um, some of the, all of the, uh, important relationships I've built within the online community for business and just, you know, personal relationships have come from those live events. And it's, it's 
And like you were just saying, when you, you know, you see the results from people within GAZ when they leave the events and their sales go up, it's just because not only are you coming off this amazing energy from the event itself, but you just got to network with so many people and just, you know, a five minute conversation with somebody who's a couple of steps ahead of you can be that little thing you needed to really launch yourself into where you're trying to get in your next set of goals. And it's just, it's phenomenal to see these things. It's, I had a buddy who um, actually just recently joined GAZ with you guys. And he was, I had met him at my first Awaken class for AWOL, the original, you know, class live event I went to. And uh, he was having some issues with his mindset and everything. And he, by the second event, he got his mindset shift right back and then joined GAZ. And within, I think it was like his first week there, he had made like five sales already. And I was just like, I was super impressed because he was struggling so hard to make a sale. And then he just, he got that mindset shift, mindset shift right. And he got himself into a place that he needed to be in. And then all, all of a sudden it started flowing in. So super cool that you had mentioned that. Um, so just like a, to segment into something that's a little, little bit more about um, obstacles and, and things that come up. Because obviously in life we... We deal with stuff it, and nothing's just a cakewalk. We're always trying to overcome something. And as we become more successful, we still have problems. Just they're a different caliber of problems. So I know you, you've been in this for a while, um, but when you first got started, when you were first starting to have success working with AWOL and having, you know, Cam and Kiala mentoring you, what were some of the obstacles that you hit that you, you had to come over, overcome? So first one, even before I even joined, right? Right. Keep in mind, I mean, I'm starting in the very beginning. I'm $9 an hour, right? So my first obstacle was money, right? My first obstacle, I don't have, I barely have money to start the business. Hey, what's up, buddy? I don't, I don't, I don't have money to start the business, right? And uh, see, this is what's so cool about this as well is like Chris is just talking about how he has a $10,000 day and he literally gets to do it while he has his son with him. Like how cool is that? That you literally get to be home with your kids that most parents dream of being able to live a reality like that and you get to live it. So like I think that's so cool. Um, and so my first thing was money and I had a really hard time with it. And so I had a lot of mental blocks when it came to money. Um, and I had a lot of proof in my life of me not having money, right? And so me being broke. And so I had a lot of evidence stacked up that I was broke, making money was hard, it was difficult and all this all this stuff, right? And so I, uh, my first big struggle was that because obviously you had to come up with money to start the business, it's a business, right? And so uh, Cameron had me go down and cause I'm like, man, I'm broke. I don't know how I'm gonna afford this. I don't know what I'm gonna do. And he goes, well, again, you're, well, this is before he did that, but you're focusing on what I don't have. And so what do you do is you attract and create more of what you don't have to prove that you're right and you're not a crazy person, right? Our beliefs, what they do, any beliefs that you have, we don't, whether they're right or wrong, the, any belief that you have, your, your, your subconscious wants to stack up evidence to prove that it's true. There's a reason why you have that belief. Not that it's right or wrong, but it needs to prove why you have that as a belief. So if I believe that I don't have money and I'm broke, my subconscious runs around finds evidence to stack up. See, cause you're broke. You go in your overdraft, you don't have money, right? See, it's all the evidence that proves that you're broke, right? Now that was one of my big hurdles. So what he had me do was I had to write down 20 different ways that I could come up with the money to fund my business. And so that was kind of my first shift of going, I'm broken. I don't have money to how can I come up with the money? Right? And so I could work extra shifts. I could, I could find another job. 
I could help my friends move. I could buy stuff on, I could go garage sailing and find stuff and sell it on Amazon or eBay. I could go to the dollar store and see, and they have an Amazon app that you can actually scan things and see how much they sell for on, on Amazon. And if it sells for more, I could buy it for a dollar, sell it for three dollars. You know, but until I think of those things, right, all I'm seeing is I don't have the money. But it's funny how once you start focusing on the solution rather than focusing on the problem, because whatever you focus on is what you create. If I focus on problems, I'm going to find more problems. If you focus on solutions, I'm going to find more solutions. And you're going to realize that there's an abundance of solutions all around you, right? And so that was my first kind of hurdle was doing that. And it ended up getting to the point where I, I sold a bunch of stuff. Uh, I, I got to the point where my basement suite had a single couch chair and a little coffee table and then a TV stand with no TV on it because I sold the TV and my PS4 and everything, right? And so that was like part of it. But then at the same time, I was using the magic and gratitude. And I love that you talked about like, so like that practice and why it's so powerful. And just so you guys don't know, like everyone watching this right now, like everyone in GAZ, this is a morning routine. This is not a, oh, I read it once and I let it go. Everyone in GAZ, this is a morning routine. This is every single morning you read it, the first thing you wake up, maybe after you meditate, um, but it's right in the morning. Um, and it's one of the biggest things because what you, what, you, what you don't express gratitude for, what you're not grateful for, right? You get, it gets taken away because you don't appreciate it. You're not appreciating what you have. If you don't appreciate what you have, it gets taken away. Think of what happens. What happens when you don't appreciate your girlfriend or boyfriend or husband or wife? Do you think they're going to stick around very long? Yeah. Right? No. Right? So the same thing with money, the same thing with business, the same thing with everything. Right? That's why it's so powerful in this because you're expressing gratitude in every single area. Right? And so uh, through doing that, um, and then I got clear like, well, I'm making $9 an hour. I need to do, you know, I need to make more money too. And so I put up the attention of like, maybe it is that I get another job too. Maybe I get extra shifts. And so the big struggle was in, in there in the money part and the big way that I got out of it. And it, it didn't just happen. It was me training my mind to start focusing on solutions versus focusing on problems where the majority of my life, all of my life up until that point, I was focusing on problems. And then I was whining and bitching and complaining about all the problems that created more problems, right? And so starting to do that shift and focusing on solutions, um, funny enough, I start finding other solutions. I ended up getting extra shifts. Then a buddy hits me up and goes, hey, I got a job there. There, It's only one day a week. Um, but it'll pay you like $18 an hour, which is double what I'm making right now. And he's like, it's only one day a week. It's only very, very part time. And, uh, and it was like, after I'm just going over, like, how do I come up with money to fund my business and how do I do all this? And he hits me up. So I go to do that job. I outwork everyone there, stay a couple hours straight. They go, Hey, let, you know, do you want to do full time? We, we need a full time guy. I'm like, great. Quit the butcher shop job. Come there. I'm making double the amount of money, but I live the same way as if I still made $9 an hour. So the other $9 an hour I made went all to my business. So now I added to my ad budget, added to the products I could buy, all that type of stuff. Um, but money was my first hurdle um, for sure. Um, money was my first hurdle. Mindset was my biggest one and it's something that uh, I still deal with. And I don't think, like this is the thing too, and I, I'm glad that you uh, alluded to this too, Chris, is that I think we have this fantasy that we grow up with thinking that like one day we'll be at a point in our life where we don't have problems and we don't deal with things. And I just think it's an unrealistic expectation that we set out on the world and it creates this fantasy that can't possibly exist. Um, you can't live in a reality that's all positives and no negatives. And that's a fantasy. 
And when you try and live in a fantasy like that, you'll have a nightmare come up to awaken you to the fact that you're trying to live in a fantasy, right? And so understanding that those things come, understanding that in business and in life in general, right? What happens if your heart, if you're tracked up to your heartbeat and your heartbeat goes flat, right? Yeah. You're dead. It's going up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. And we understand that that's there. And it always is. We get to experience the highs and they're awesome and they're great. And we have the lows as well and the things that go wrong to give us learning experiences to be able to learn what we need to do to get the next high, right? And it's, it's constantly going up and down. And we understand that those are there. You're never going to live in a reality that's all positive and no negatives, right? And so understand that problems will come and that's fine because you're solution oriented and you're going to find a solution to it. Right. And so that was a big thing for me. And that's actually why, and that's probably going to go on here too. Like one, I have, I'm, I've, I'm the deliberate creator of my own reality on, on my arm. I have like, I'm abundance, happiness, wealth, and joy. What a great life. I'm constantly affirming things all around my office everywhere. Like I got like all these motivational posters and stuff everywhere. Um, but it's uh, the one quote that really got me that um, was a hurdle that I dealt with. So one of the hurdles I dealt with when bad things happened or problems arise, I would dwell on it. I would beat myself up and I would focus on it and I would fester in it a lot. So one of the things that I started to do, uh, one of the quote that I got was from Think and Grow Rich, if you've ever read the, the book, and I didn't understand it when I first read it. So the quote was, every temporary defeat comes with it a seed of equal or greater benefit. Um, and so I read that quote and I didn't fully understand what it meant. And I didn't understand what it meant until I actually ended up reading the breakthrough experience by Dr. John Demartini, um, where he talks about just like what I was saying that everything in life always happens in balance. For those of you guys that don't know Dr. John Demartini, he was probably one of the smartest people on the planet. And uh, he went from being told that he couldn't read or write to reading 26,000 books and 26 different ologies. And he's just, uh, the amount of data and study and research this guy has done is ridiculous. And so now all of a sudden I had a context to put to that quote. Now every temporary defeat comes with a seed of equal or greater benefit. Every negative comes with it an equal positive that will balance it out. The universe always balances out everything. Everything is always in balance, right? You look at everything, you look at batteries and positive and negative energy. Like they're always, it's, it's in everywhere. Right. And so now all of a sudden where when negative things happened to me, I was a, I was a tweak show. You know, negative things happen and I freak out and I lose it. I get consumed by it. I'm pissed off. I'm angry versus now what allowed me to get over that hurdle was the concept of every positive comes with it an equal, uh, you know, every negative comes with it a positive, every temporary defeat or adversity comes with an equal, a seed of equal or greater benefit. So now I can look at all those negative things that happened and almost get excited. And the worse it was knowing that something like, the worse it goes, the better something has to be to balance it out, <laughs> right? So it could get as bad as it wants and I would almost get more excited because I knew something good had to happen to balance it out, right? So that was a big thing for me now because now nothing can fuck with me. I was literally like, if you've read the Code, code of the Extraordinary Mind, uh, he created this word called unfuckwithable. And I love using that word because it's like, that's, that's how I felt now because now it doesn't matter what gets, it gets thrown at me, right? I, I know something just as good as not better is going to happen. And I know now that as well, that like that had to happen. 
Like everything in your life had to happen and everything happens perfectly. Nothing happens by accident. And if you were to look back on your life on a lot of the, what you thought as negative experiences, and if you were to stack up what has happened positively that could only have happened if that negative thing happened, you'll actually start to realize that like, wow, that had to happen. And look at all the amazing things that couldn't have happened if that bad thing didn't happen. Same thing, if you look at good things that happened a long time ago, and you start looking at now, and you're like, well, actually, I thought it was good, but fuck, this happened, and this happened, and, and this happened, and even though it looked good at the time, it actually wasn't that good. It all balances, it all does. And so it's about not becoming down, like when things are down, not being beating yourself up, being down about it, understanding that there is a balance, something just as positive has to balance it out. But also when really good things happen, like Chris having a $10,000 day. I remember my first $10,000 day and I was jumping up and down, super fucking excited all over the place. But then what happens is you either equilibrate yourself or the world equilibrates you at random, right? So if you get super elated and excited and pumped up, something has to fucking happen to balance that out versus you go, yeah, you know what? I made a $10,000 day, but you know, there's a lot of things that I can be improving on still. There's some things that I can be doing here. I know there's a lot of work still to be put in over here. And you kind of bring yourself back down to going, yes, I'm grateful. And I'm grateful for that happening, but I'm not over elated, right? So now that I've equilibrated myself, the world's not going to equilibrate me at random, which usually is not the way that you want it to. So it's, it's just kind of about keeping yourself in that balance. And that was probably one of the biggest things that now allows me to, whenever I do have hurdles, or really be able to get get over them with a lot of ease. Uh, I shouldn't say a lot of ease, uh, easier than I than I did before. Um, but yeah, biggest thing was uh, biggest thing. Money was a big one, and my mindset and getting in my head. And so um, I, I I learned a lot of it from reading different books. I learned a lot of it from getting in front of the right mentors, um, going to the right events. Like I went, th- I went to the breakthrough experience with Dr. John Martini and like had him break down the book and everything and had a really deep level of understanding on it that um, I couldn't have done had I not, if I had I just read the book and not gone to his event. Um, so there's a lot of factors to it. Um, but yeah, that, that was definitely one of the bigger struggles. Um, and, I, and, I, and I think that, like now that sets me up to the point where it doesn't matter what lows come up, no matter what comes my way now, I know that there's always a solution to it. Whereas beforehand I didn't. And so when problems would come up, it kind of consumed me. And it was like, it, it, it ran my life versus me running my life. I was kind of the victim and the world happened to me versus me happening to the world. Right on. Awesome. Yeah. That's uh Mindset and money are a big one for a lot of people. So I'm, I'm happy that we, you know, were able to get your, your insight on that. That's uh, very common things that come up to me is either I have someone who doesn't know how they're going to have the funds to, to, you know, have their ad budget and get started or, you know, pay for the right, you know, event, mentoring, whatever it may be, <clears throat> or just talking to them. I can tell just by the way they're, they're speaking is that they're, they're not quite in that. They haven't quite had that mental shift to the mindset that's needed because it's, you know, Instead of asking, well, how much do I need to invest and how, what's my return on that investment? It's just always, oh, how much is that going to cost me? Like you hear that and you automatically know it's like, okay, you haven't quite hit that mental state yet. Yeah, they're not. That's the difference between an employee and an entrepreneur right there versus going, how much is it going to cost me versus how much am I going to make as a result of this? Yeah. Right. What is this going to develop? Like. I'll go even above to say that like your mindset and personal growth is by far the biggest factor because everything else, like if you have that down, 
you'll learn everything else. Like all the tactics and strategies and all that other stuff, like you'll get that down. But if you're in your head and the minute a problem comes up, you give up or you drop out or you do this, you're never gonna get anywhere. But if you get that down, you'll overcome any hurdle that comes your way. You're never giving up. You know that the only way for you to fail is if you give up. And so as long as you continue moving forward, you continue like not doing the same thing over and over and over again, because obviously doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result is this definition of insanity, but you're moving forward, testing new things, you know, eventually you're going to be able to get it. As long as you're going in with the intention of what you're doing is going to produce a result. And it's, 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 it's a big, it's a big thing that most it's, I, I think that's the reason why most people don't have the lives they live is not because they don't have the skill set, it's because they don't have the belief that they can. Like everyone has the exact same potential within themselves. And like, even like my personal brand that I'm creating right now is like, I, I, I like my tagline is like, I'm going to awaken, like I awaken superhumans. I believe that it's not something that I create. I don't create superhumans. I believe that everyone is a, a superhuman already within themselves. They just need to awaken themselves to that fact. And, and I kind of unlock that. It's already in there, right? But you need to kind of realize it and focus on that. And in order to do that, you need to be around people that are doing that. You need to be around people that are thinking like that, right? You're the product of the five people you surround yourself with the most. If you hang around with five people that are negative, complaining, whining, broke, you're going to be the sixth. If you hang around with five that are positive, uplifting, motivating, inspiring, right? You're going to be the fifth there. You're going to be the sixth there as well, right? So, not only being concerned about what you're feeding your mind is like, what's the environment that you're being in? Like, what's the environment that you're in? Who do you surround yourself with? You know, are you getting around the right people? Um, I think that's one of the biggest factors. Cause once you nail that down, you can, whether you want to build an internet marketing business or whether you want to build a yoga studio, or whether you want to fly in space, like once you have that down, you just figure out what you want to be able to do and do everything in your power to go forward and move in that direction. It's not a matter of if it's just a matter of when. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. It's, um, and you know, you kind of hinted on a little bit. It's, it's already in you. It just needs to be awakened. And, you know, we've talked about this before and it's just kind of a society does a pretty good job. And so does traditional schooling of kind of dulling that way down for you and making sure it never doesn't rise up. So, I mean, that's something that obviously you're, you've got your own uh, ideas on and working towards. And that's, you know, probably a conversation for a different time, not on this particular um, podcast, but, um, to transition into, uh, more of a, a positive, more knowledge base, since we were talking about obstacles, um, what were some of the major breakthroughs? I know you talked about a few, um, maybe, uh, talk about a couple of books that you, you read that were like so beneficial for you and maybe, maybe why you found so much benefit in them. Yep. Yep. Happy pocket full of money right away is like my, my favorite ever. Um, it can be. I, w I would say this, that maybe like reading a couple other personal development books first before you read it, just because it can be, yeah. some people pick it up right away. Some people take a bit. I read it a few times. Like that's the reason why I have a deliberate creator of my own reality on my arm is because of that book. Um, and that book was the first thing that awakened me to the fact and started, um, it's the first place where I started learning and understanding like basic levels of quantum physics and how our thoughts are deliberately creating our reality around us. And so once you kind of grasp that, it's almost like having the cheat codes to life. Like you almost get to like the world's your kind of imaginary playground that you get to kind of create whatever it is that you want to be able to go out and do, whether that's travel around the world or start your own business or spend more time with your family or whatever that possibly is. Um, that was the first book that allowed me to get to the point where 
I really, based on science, was able to see that like the more I focused on while believing that I was going to create that reality, uh, the more I started seeing the results of it, especially as I started seeing these different experiences like going to the event, shifting from this is hard, this is easy, and being grateful, not doing anything technically different, right? Not the actions were still the same, but my mindset shift created a different result. So when I started reading Happy Pocket, which I had read before that, but not really God, I had to read it a few more times. I started seeing like, okay, well, that's how that worked. My, my, I literally put out and created what I wanted. I wanted it to be easier and I made it easier. Right now it's not something that, something that you just say, right? You can't just like say, I want it to be easy. Like it needs to come down to a belief. You need to physically act, like actually believe whatever it is that you're trying to go out and create. And it obviously has to abide by the laws of the universe as well. It can't be something where it's like, I believe I can fly. And all of a sudden I'm jumping up and flying. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it's gotta be something that is there, but, but happy pocket full of money definitely was one of the bigger ones. Um, and then it kind of depends. So it, it, depending on what you're looking to do uh, now, like a book, like, like a, focused maybe on a beginner first coming in for mindset and marketing. Perfect. Mindset and marketing. Okay. Um, here's a good one. Subtle art of not giving a fuck. I don't know if you guys, if anyone's ever, I don't know if you've read that Chris, but um, so that one's great, especially when you're getting into our space, because what do people naturally do is they get worried about what their friends and what their family are going to say. And what people are going to say when I put this ad out and what are they going to do with this? So they end up not doing those things that they know they need to do because they're worried about what Bob's going to say at work or what mom's going to say over there or, or whatever. And it's like, whenever it comes down to it, like, fuck Bob, who cares what he says, right? Like you need to like, so many people have amazing passions, have amazing talents, have amazing things that they can do that they keep inside of them because they're too worried about what someone else that doesn't even give a fuck about them thinks, right? And so the minute you can release yourself from that and get to just be you, right? Who cares if someone else is going to talk shit about it? Like, who cares? If this is, you want to get to the point where you get to really truly be you regardless of what anyone else thinks. Because um, I see that as being one of the bigger things in our space, especially because you're running ads, you're getting in front of a lot of people, right? People are going to comment on shit. People are going to see it, right? And so if you're worried about what other people are thinking, you don't put out that video or you don't write that ad or you don't, you know what I mean? And you don't really put yourself out there. And as a result, you don't get the, the results that you want because you're, you're too worried about what other people are thinking. So that's a really good one, especially if you're worried about what other people think to get over that. Um, another really good one, just on effective communication, because that's again in internet marketing and, and, and everything that we're doing in, in business and sales in general is communication. Uh, how to win friends and influence people by Dale Carnegie is really, really, really good. I don't know if you guys know Julian Sherman. You haven't met Julian yet. I, I, no, I have not. So, Julian like basically like is that book. And basically like that's all he did was really read that book. And that was basically his Bible. Every conversation he's ever had since then, every video he's done since then, every relationship he's ever built, everything has come from principles that he learned in that book. Um, and that was from the very beginning of when, when he started. So those are, are two really big ones. The magic obviously being a morning routine, that's like a necessity to do. Um, I don't know what's going on here. My computer's going all crazy. Am I still here? Yeah, you're still here. You're like a little laggy, but you're still here. Okay, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I got so many, but for brand new beginners, um, I, I would definitely like the magic, happy pocket full of money, um, subtle art of not giving a fuck, how to win friends and influence people, um, 
the breakthrough experience by Dr. John Martini. a lot of the stuff that I was just talking about now about how there's e equal positives and negatives, everything in your life happens perfectly to serve you. Uh, that's a really, really, really good book on that. And he goes through um, a lot of that. Um, those would be like main ones I would suggest for like brand new people. Oh, oh, how did I forget this? The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Yeah. Very, very, very. It's super simple to read. Like super simple to read. I think I read it in like two days or something. Super easy to read. Um, and very, very simplified, actionable, tangible steps to be able to take. Um, and it's all about like, you know, really it's not about doing a million hours of work every day. It's about what am I doing consistently every single day, right? It's more impactful to do, instead of doing, you know, 24 hours of work every day, right? And then burning out and then, and then you work and then stop working, work and stop working. It's, it's about doing consistently an hour of work every single day and allowing that to compound and build up and you start to experience momentum. Um, yeah, those, those would be the ones I would definitely suggest um, getting on the start from there. Yeah. They're all amazing suggestions. I've read everyone that you've mentioned and absolutely had a huge impact in my business and my, my life moving forward in this industry. I, um, I picked up Think and Grow Rich, which is like the first book most people come into yep. when they start moving into this realm, yep. um, which is you know, kind of what really got my mind moving into entrepreneurship and what was capable for me. Yep. And, and, you know, Happy Pocket Full of Money, the magic, just kept moving through it because I just loved what I was gaining from it. I was, I was seeing the effects in my life just from reading the books, like how much it was benefiting me. So I just kept moving with it. So awesome suggestions. I've, I've read all of them. I also would highly recommend them. Um, yeah, one thing I would suggest on that too, um, and it's something that I, I did. So when you're reading, one, like – First thing, like in any business and anything you do, your income producing activities is what is your lifeblood of your business and what makes you your money, right? And so I see a lot of people that get into reading books, listening to audios, and they become these personal development junkies. And they read and read and read and read and read and read and read, but then they never place an ad or they never shoot a video or they never do this. So it's not about reading all day, every day either, right? You can just sit in your house and just read and visualize that a million dollars is going to fall out of the sky and you do that long enough and eventually they'll take away your couch and they'll take away your house and <laughs> you won't go anywhere. You need to be taking the action steps too. So uh, one thing that I started to do to really make me really get the books and really actually apply them because before I was like reading them as fast as I could so that I could say I read the book. You know what I mean? Not actually absorbing it. And so what I started doing is I would read a chapter and then I would have notes. What is a refresher? What is something that I've already become aware of before, but I should still practice, right? So what's a refresher? What's something that I'm learning brand new? So what am I learning for the first time, right? And then now, out of those two lists, what, how, do, how am I going to apply that to my life and to my business? And until I do that, I don't go to chapter two. Okay, so, so now you have applied everything that you've learned in chapter one before you go to chapter two. Then you apply everything in chapter two before you go to three. So by the time it's going to take you longer to read the book, right? But by the time you're done the book, you actually know it. You actually absorbed it. You actually applied it versus getting to the last chapter going like, shit, what was in chapter one? I can't really remember. I, you know what I mean? So uh, definitely taking action on things um, and making sure that you're not just like absorbing information and not applying it.
Awesome. Yeah. You got to implement it. I completely agree. It, without it, it's just, you know, uh, what is it? Um, the old saying is knowledge is power, but it's, it's incorrect. You're forgetting a crucial thing. It's knowledge properly applied is power. Yeah. So, knowledge doesn't do shit if you don't apply it. Yeah. I love, I love that quote. Yeah. Awesome. But uh, we're coming up on the top of the hour. I'm going to try and, and limit these to about an hour a piece. Um, so, you know, with our last four minutes, is there anything on the top of your mind that you would like to, to share or talk about? Um, mainly focused in on the, the new person just getting started or um, just, just starting to have success. Yep. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I'll wrap this up perfectly. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to leave you with this. Now you're starting to realize that, and I've alluded to this, Chris has alluded to this, that everything in your life happens perfectly to serve you. Everything. There's a reason why you're watching this right now, right? There's a reason why that you're seeing this and it's not by coincidence. It's not by accident. This is perfect. Everything has happened perfectly, right? And so you're here right now and you're listening to a lot of this stuff and some of it might make sense, some of it might not yet, but there's a reason why you ended up showing up here. There's a reason why that you were attracted to Chris and you saw what he was doing and you really liked it. There's a reason why and usually it's because it awakens you to the fact that you're not where you want to be right now probably and you know that there's more, there's more to life than working 40, 50, 60, 80 hours a week for 40 years to hopefully retire by the time you're 65 and live on a percentage of the amount of money that you live paycheck to paycheck on. You know there's more to life than that. You wouldn't be here if you didn't, right? And so what I encourage you to follow is there's probably this little voice inside of you going like, maybe this is it. Maybe this is the thing that I need to do. There's a reason why I'm here. This doesn't happen by accident. There's a little voice inside of you and there might be a louder voice that's going like, ah, no, this isn't, this isn't, you know, this isn't, maybe this doesn't work. Maybe this isn't this. And that louder voice has probably been the one that's run the most of your life. And it's probably the thing that stopped you from doing the things that you've wanted to do. And, and really the result of why you're where you're at in your life right now. Um, and I want to leave you with this one thing. And if like right now you go to an old folks home and if you go and talk to them about the things that they regret in their life, it's never the things they did. It's never the things that they did. It's always, I wish I did this. I wish I did that. I wish I expressed myself more. I wish I started that business. I wish I asked that girl out. I wish I did this. I wish I did this. I wish I did this. And they're fucking 80 years old and they don't have a chance and they don't have anything to do. And the thing that scares the fuck out of me more than anything is being at that point in my life and going, I wish, I wish, I wish. And it's one of the things that makes me, whenever I'm in front of an opportunity that I know uh, is, is something that could be a potential to get me to where I want to go, I exhaust all of my resources to make it work. And I, I firmly believe that's one of the reasons why I've got to where I am today is that I, you you don't get to where you want to go by doing every like doing what the normal is. You know what I mean? Like the majority of people are going to live paycheck to paycheck and they're going to do that for the rest of their lives. So in order to get a different life, you have to be doing things differently. You have to be surrounding yourself by people that do things differently. 
like Chris, like people in the industry like this. And so there's a reason why you're here right now. There's a reason why you're watching this right now. And you probably do have that little voice that I was just speaking of. And what I would encourage you to do is start listening to that voice more because that's the voice that's going, what if? What if this is the thing that gets me to where I want to go? What if this is the thing that sets me free? What if, what if, what if Chris is the guy that mentors me and gets me to the point where I have a $10,000 day just like him? I know he's got the results. I know he's doing what I want to do. He gets to live at home with his family, which is a dream for most people, and get to do everything that I love. What if this is the opportunity that literally sets that pivot point that transforms your entire life, right? I would encourage you to start listening to things like that. There's a reason why you got here there's nothing happens by accident. And so start following and start listening to that voice. And there's no one I would, there's no, you're, you're in the best of hands. I've personally been able to meet Chris and seen a lot of the stuff that he's done. And uh, you're in no better position than you can possibly be in right now uh, than to be able to take advantage of that. We're in an age right now where there is an abundance of opportunity, especially with what we have with the internet. And if you can get in with people that are already making moves, that are already blazing trail, that can then go and go, hey, here's where you need to go. This is what you need to do. And you can get a part of a community like that. Um, that's something that you got to jump on and take advantage of. And I'll leave you with one last thing, right? Successful people, they make decisions very, very quickly and they change their minds very slowly, if ever, right? Unsuccessful people, they take forever to make decisions and they change them often and quickly, right? And so it's something that you got to take into consideration. If it's something that you're serious about, right? Success is the speed of implementation. For me, when I find something that I know is in my values, that's something that I want to do, I'm the, I'm the, I right away, I buy it, I show up, I'm there, I'm, I don't, I'm in, right? If I know that it's something that I want and that's why I get results faster, right? So it, it, it's, it's something that you just got to really take, like you're here right now for a reason, there's obviously something going on in your life right now that has you wanting to look for an opportunity like this. You fell into like the greatest possible scenario where you have someone like Chris that you can follow, which uh, based on you saw my story, I didn't have in the beginning and I wish I did at the very beginning, right? So you have the unique opportunity of that, but are you going to take advantage of it? What are you going to do with it? No one's going to make, no one's going to do the actions for you. No one's going to do the shit for you. You got to be the one that makes the decision. Do you want to be 80 years old going? I wish, I wish, I wish. Or you want to be 80 years old going like, look at all the amazing shit that I was able to do. Oh yeah. Thank you so much, Matt, for joining me on this. I'm so grateful for you taking time out of your busy schedule to, to share with us your experience, your knowledge. It means so much to me for you to do that. Dude, thank you for having me out, man. Like, like I said, after getting to know you, man, and anything I can ever do, like, We'll be chatting more. Anything we can do. Uh, Likewise. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, just like you were saying earlier, I'm, you're in line with what I'm doing, but I'm also in alignment with what you're doing. And I'm always willing to help you and support you in any, any possible way as well. So I, I'm sure we're going to be talking quite a bit here coming up. So, uh, you know, just thank you so much, man. I really do. I really appreciate it. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me out. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Take care.